A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, thanks to Jim and the gang for the last three hours here on Talk Sport and welcome to what is normally Hawksby and Jacobs, but uh, is today uh, Danny Kelly and me, Charlie Baker. Afternoon, Charlie. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm very glad to have you along because, Good. of course, not only are we going to do the weekend sport and all the rest, but we're here live from the Edinburgh Festival, as we were yesterday, um, which I need you for because you're the expert. I think you've been coming for a thousand years. I have you? been coming since I was 12 years old. You this festival as a child I used to come and do shows at the Edinburgh Festival you were a child star yeah not a child star no, no. and uh, I still come as an adult and, I'm, and it's gone it's in sort of ever decreasing levels of popularity just a few <laughs> just a few more weeks on the radio and you won't have to come here anymore yeah. oh, you never time. know you never know uh, during the course of the next three hours we'll be having our usual things like the Fools panel John Mutson will come on and preview all the weekend's action in the Premier League at the very least Stuart Weir will come in and talk to us about Scottish football as well as succession of ambitious young faces from the world of show business who will be coming to tell us how badly their tickets have done and how we are the only people who can help them um, from a life of destitution that's essentially what happened yesterday let's see why be different today. Uh, welcome to Hawksby and Jacobs with me, Danny Kelly, uh, Charlie Baker, live uh, from the Doctor's Pub, a fantastic Green King. They all said it again. Green King Pub here at Edinburgh, and we're very glad for you to be along with us for all of or part of the ride. I will allow Charlie in a second, because he's the expert, to tell you what Edinburgh is like for the performers and what it means for them. But I make no apology for repeating some of the things I said yesterday um, with some new details. Um, Edinburgh and the festival, is, I've never seen anything like it. I've been to all kinds of music festivals and literary festivals. But Edinburgh is a big place, a population of half a million. A man who I met this morning in a <clears throat> record shop, yes, I know, oh. I've been around the record shops, um, <laughs> told me that during the festival, the population goes up from 500,000 to 1.2 million. So there are more people here wandering the streets, looking for to go to great shows and see things they've not seen before, enjoy things they know about and all the rest of it, and then there are actual people. So it's an amazing, amazing event. Now, as I said yesterday, to me, the punters wandering, and there's a lot of people on the pavement, it's a bit like Dawn of the Dead for people with A-levels. <laughs> um, and, but, and also I've now realised, Charlie, that for you, the comedians, watching the, my two co-hosts yesterday, Elliot and Ivo, watching them with the other comedians coming, they all hugged each other really, really, it's a support group for alternative and, 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 uh, and out-of-work comedians it as well, is, isn't it? A lot of out-of-work comedians. Uh, no, 
during August, it becomes Clown Town. That's what they call it. Really? And it, because it's a, the comedy festival here is huge. Because you have to remember, it's not just no, no. comedy festival. It's theatre, it's spoken oh, word, poetry. I, herself and Dawes remind me, there's a literary festival going on across the river. No, don't worry, no writers are coming. <laughs> the book festival's lovely. They have, I've been up there, they have free wine and all oh, sorts. And, and, and little French tarts and things well, you know, to eat. Listen, yeah, what, what you do on a Friday night, it's up to you. Uh, um, but, uh, go on. <laughs> we had, uh, we had uh, the, the, with That's the, why nobody likes him. No, <laughs> <laughs> with the festival by this time in the festival all the comedians have been here for three weeks and they've been out all night for three weeks and yeah. they're doing their shows to varying degrees of success and levels of people coming to see it so the average fringe audience is four Oh, really? The average fringe audience is not four years old. Four, no, pe no. four people. <laughs> yeah. Four people. Because well, there's so many shows. But, you know, obviously some people, like the tattoo is selling yeah. out thousands of tickets a night. And if you're a massive comic like Frank Skinner or Andrew uh, Murray's here, or yeah, David yeah. O'Doherty, you know, yeah. you're selling hundreds and hundreds of tickets a night. But if you're trying to make your name in the game, then you might be, have four people in your audience. And again, with the risk of for, uh, repeating myself for yesterday's list, and of course, the soul of comedy, not what you've been told, it's not brevity, it is repetition. Um, <laughs> I'd never heard about this thing about the bucket gigs. Uh, have yeah. you done bucket gigs? Well, no, well, this came about a, f a few years ago because obviously the tickets are quite expensive and it costs it cost the performer to come and do Edinburgh. They're not, no one's getting no. paid. It costs the performer to come and do it. So the free fringe was invented where uh, they, the, 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 gig, the, the venue is free. It's free to get in. It's free at point of entry, but on the way out, they do a little bucket speech. It's like busking indoors, is basically, it, Danny. It's like begging in clown shoes, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's begging in clown shoes. <laughs> There's a good title for an autobiography. <laughs> anybody wants to, well, me, and, me and your producer last night, John, yeah. we went to a show on, on a top deck of a double-decker bus. Now, that was the venue for the show? The or? venue of the bus wow. is Bob... Is Bob um, uh, it's called the Blunderbuss. Right. And uh, it's fantastic, fantastic. Uh, he's got a double-decker bus, a bar downstairs, venue upstairs, and he drives this thing up to Edinburgh every year. And uh, last night they did it. Uh, Carl Donnelly, the Spurs mm -hmm. fan, did an impro show uh, with lots of different big comedians. Top level of bus, spirit of the fringe, Danny. Yeah. All yeah. turn up, few um, ciders. I mean, uh, literally... As you say, the performers often pay to be here. They yeah. have to hire the venues and all the rest of it. And it can be anything, I know, because a lot of very, very avant-garde stuff goes on as well. Because I remember my friend Andrew Collins, and we were together on the New Musical Express, but these days he's a big-time critic about radio, and he also uh, he, he does a lot on classic FM. He's, yeah. He plays classical music. Andrew put on a play here. Um, in which, which was about the bullets that killed John F. Kennedy. Okay. And it, the, the timeline of the play was from it leaving the muzzle of the rifle to entering John Kennedy's, let's, I'm sorry, but I know it's lunchtime, his cranium. And, uh, and, and apparently this went down quite well. Did well, did it? Uh, yes. People well, went to it. It's an Edinburgh hit. Let me ask you in all seriousness, because during the next three hours, I want the yeah. listeners to understand this, um, because we're going to have a whole succession of people here. Some of them are very famous, some of them less famous all up here why is it so important that you come to edinburgh and do well it's a trade fair it's a trade fair yeah. it's a, it's a month-long trade fair to go this is what i can do this is what i've been working on this year this is what i think but sport you know to link up the two yes sport while you're in edinburgh is so important because normally you know every four years you have the olympics on this year you've got the ashes but also the scottish football season starts very early while the festival's on so if you want to get out of the festival you just go down to watch hibs or hearts yeah, and sometimes Livingston. Livingston. Yeah. Uh, there's a comedians team that plays Stenhouse Muir veterans well, once I'm a so year. Well, I'm so glad you brought this up because um, I was asking uh, some of the guys yesterday um, why it is that uh, sport figures, given it's so huge in the in the national consciousness, it figures so little in comedy. And then of course a chap came in right at the very end. What was his name, John? Um, and he 
Stuart McFarlane. No, no, the chap came in. Lance Armstrong. Kieran Hodgson oh, came yeah. in, and he's the, his whole play is about um, Lance Armstrong and his uh, yeah. drugs cheating. He yeah. does the he does the, the the gig. I don't know if you've seen it in a cycle helmet, lycra, and on an exercise oh, bike. On the on the bike. He's a thin lad. He's a very yeah. thin lad. <laughs> um, but I, I'm actually, uh, a, a pinnacle Stuart McFarlane did come in here. Um, into we're in a snug in the pub, a tiny little room where we've now got the cricket rained off. Uh, we've now got the cricket, uh, <laughs> over there. and he came. I'm not going to do it now, but I'll do it later in the show. He came in and told us that back in the day there was a sporting contribution to the Edinburgh Festival. And when I tell you about it, your your eyes will, your eyebrows will flash up and down. It's, it's so extraordinary what they did for football at the Edinburgh Festival. And of course, we'll uh, say loads of those people were coming and joining us. Joining us. The only stipulation we gave their agents was that they have to be at least a follower of some sport. Oh, we had some very miserable answers to questions about football teams oh, that people really? apparently support yesterday. I would say um, tenuous, some of the links. <laughs> yes. Pretty tenuous. It's going to be great. Charlie Baker is with me, which is a great relief for me, doing some of the heavy lifting. And, of course, he knows all these people. They look up to him as God. I think that's fair to say. <laughs> they look upon him as a god. There's a cult around Charlie Baker. That's the words are written here, aren't they? See? Oh, yeah. I'm Danny Kelly. And this well, some is people don't think I don't exist. Live, <laughs> live from uh, the Doctor's Green King pub um, in the Edinburgh Festival. And uh, we've got great stuff coming up for you. Can't imagine you could go anywhere else. Stick with the mighty, mighty talk sport. Joining us now, comedian. And I, I did say, because uh, yesterday we had a whole succession of people coming in and out of here who didn't support Spurs. It was very difficult, <laughs> very difficult for me. And I said, get me a comedian sports Spurs. Now we couldn't we couldn't afford uh, Michael, obviously, right, um, yeah. and then Phil Cornwall let us down as well. So really, uh, that sound you're hearing now is the scraping of the barrel. I'm delighted to say <laughs> the, the brilliant the brilliant Reese James has joined us. Hello, Reese. It's great to be here in a place do that ever, doesn't even do hot drinks. Do you, do, you, do, <laughs> do you ever go to Spurs with McIntyre? Surely I'll go with McIntyre. <laughs> yeah, he's got his underground parking space. Has <laughs> he? Yeah, and I usher him in as a valet. When he when he was when he wasn't quite Michael McIntyre, when he was halfway to being Michael McIntyre when he didn't dominate the comedy world the way he does. I know you all have to work for him now as well to get on those, uh, those road shows that he does. Um, he, used to come on, uh, he used to come at half-time and introduce him, which is on the telly bit, uh, the old White Hart Lane. I'm sure you saw this, I Reece. saw that. Drunk. Man, he can drink, can't he? Or yeah, your brother, yeah. he can't. He used to do the most brilliant half-time drunken interviews. That was a time when, being a Spurs fan, you had to get drunk at half-time. <laughs> to be fair, to be absolutely <laughs> fair no to you. Choice. And, of course, you immediately came on and established your credentials like this by telling me... It's Musa Sissoko's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Musa birthday. Sissoko. And that's why... Birthday, Musa Sissoko. Happy birthday to you. And that's you the only me. reason I'm out of the house today. Edinburgh yeah. is an absolute slog. I want to go home, but today yeah. we uh, celebrate. So you've done... <laughs> it's Musa Sissoko. It's the big 3-0. I'm putting it to you. Everybody talked about Son. He was Spurs' best player last year, wasn't he, Musa? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. He, yeah, he, he deserved more credit last yeah, year. Yeah, he did. So he was absolutely fantastic. Who's your favourite ever Spurs player, Reese? Musa, he's, well, he's, he's so young. Only Musa, he's the only one who remembers <laughs> Musa Sissoko. Well, well um, I have a cat named after... Benoit Asuakoto. Uh -huh. I know that's hard to believe. I absolutely love Benoit Asuakoto. Not as a player, but as a bloke. Very funny guy on Twitter. He used to get his hair cut right next to the stadium, then get the bus home. He drove a smart car to the games. He'd get the tube to games sometimes. Uh, he had a really rubbish flat. Oh. He didn't care. And then when he was, had that interview where he just said, well, it's just a job, in it." Yeah. I respect him job. so much. He That's how you approach comedy, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's just a job, isn't just it? Just get job. it done. Turn up, check get it, punch it, punch in, but punch out. Do you yeah. have to go for exactly. the whole, you know, when you're getting out the dreamies in the early hours? Benoit Asuakoto! You have to go for that whole procedure, Well, the, Well, I don't. I, we, 
ah. affectionately known as Benny, right? Okay. As was oh. Ben Morasu Okoto. Yeah, sure. But when you take the cat to the vet, yes. they do shout, um, now appointment for Ben Morasu Okoto, and I do find it ah, funny no, every that's, single that's time. interesting, Reese, because um, when I go to, to, the, to the vet, they... Uh, they say uh, your name. No, no, partially. They, 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 the, the cat is called Zaza, um, the kitten, and I go. Simone Zaza. She comes out. She goes, Zaza Kelly. They give oh, you, and they right. put the cat's surname. Oh, oh no, that's the point. They say Benoit Asuokoto James. Yeah, of they course. do say that. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. They got do married. say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. There's a lot, of, that lot of hyphens in one name yes. as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You said when you came in here, and you've really established the Spurs credentials with the, uh, with the uh, first of all, the cat, and secondly, known as Musa Soko's birthday. Happy birthday again, Musa. Um, but uh, and you said <laughs> you're, you're the first person in, in, in three and a half hours I've been doing this show yesterday and today who's come in and said, I don't want to talk about my show. I take it. The last thing I want anyone to know about is my show. Completely <laughs> sold out, or, or frankly, no one's going at all. No, it's not. Um, well, it is completely sold out, but uh, it's completely sold out. Well, it's been completely sold out. It's not completely sold out for the rest of the run. It's uh. been completely sold out, but all the tickets have been bought by one millionaire who keeps coming on his uh -huh. own every Just day. Yeah. And he laughs, he comes every day. He, no, he laughs at one joke a day, but it's yeah. a different one, so I can never yeah. relax. Oh. It's been a <laughs> terrible run. Keeps you on your toes. So, what? look, buy a ticket, but it might just be you and this bloke. And it's it's a, so nice to see someone like Reese up here again in Edinburgh, because Reese is sort of comic it comes back again and again and again and he always delivers a fantastically <laughs> funny hour and when you see someone like Reese having the success he's got on things like Mock the Week you, it, mm -hmm. you like it because it's not someone who's a flash in the pan it's not someone who's lucky it's just someone who's genuinely funny uh, which is what you want from a comedian, isn't it? And when he was saying uh, there's a, a guy who comes, he's a millionaire, and he like, only like buzzwords, I thought he was about you. It isn't me, I no. actually it thought he was no. talking about you. He got a posh watch on. Yeah. Look like oh, a millionaire yeah. at the moment. Same watch as Joffre Archer. Is that there right? You go. I wear it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I noticed, uh, this is a million years ago, this is 21 years ago, um, every, everybody who worked in the remotest way on television, I had a late night TV show um, for, the, for the World Cup in France. Um, the, the company that makes the very fat plastic watches, um, they were yeah. one of the official sponsor companies, what they're called now, they won't thank me for this, they gave us all these fantastic big fat pl plastic watches with, with Footix, the uh, little cockerel who represented France on yeah. it. Awesome. I noticed, and I bet you if you go and see, I mean, this, they're probably the most sold out show here. Bedil and Skinner obviously got them as well. Frank still wears his still on telly. On. Oh, absolutely. Oh, wow, you see it all the time. Amazing. I've got mine in the... You don't, who needs a watch now, Frank? Why do you need a watch? You've got a, you've got a phone. Exactly. Yeah. No one needs a watch But anymore. Frank still yeah. wears the big plastic footage quads, which I really, really like. Don't be telling me to go to the that's break. That's great. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably retro and worth something now with all the retro yeah. kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want a France 98 watch. If you don't want to plug your own show, what shows have you seen that you think are any good that we should Nothing, go and see? Nothing, mate. It's been a rubbish fridge. <laughs> yeah. Everything is yeah. terrible. The show's the one not to, good one not to Don't go to. and see anything. It's <laughs> okay. rubbish. Um, I, Steve Bouget is coming in later. He's good. Go see his show. It's very funny. Okay. Okay. What are you hoping oh, for this weekend? Three points? No, I mean, realistically, I'm hoping for three points. Yeah, I'll always hope for three points. I don't see Spurs getting three points away at City. No, I'm also... Um, uh, this piece of paper... Well, I've got a blank piece of paper to show you how many points Spurs are going to get, otherwise <laughs> I'll show it to you. There it is. You never yeah. know. This no. might be the weekend. They got, they got past them in the Champions League, but... Uh -huh. uh, well, the frustrating thing is that the timing of my show means that I can watch the first half and then have to go on stage mm -hmm. just as the second half kicks off. Yeah. And that happened with the Aston Villa game as well. So I went on stage when Spurs were 1-0 down. And I performed like Spurs were one nil down. Oh. I was like very aggressive. It but was surely an you have to get somebody show. at the side of the stage giving and then, you the I know, updates. I need to get the updates. And then I came off and thought, genuinely, it was such a tough show because of me, because of the Spurs score. I thought, if we've lost, 
I'm going back to London. Did, like, the, did the millionaire, um, your only millionaire, did he... Didn't uh, enjoy it at one no, bit. No, no. It was Daniel Levy, that's why. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> massive Aston Villa fan. Loved the start of the show. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, trailed yeah, yeah. away from him from then. <laughs> Reese, you are at Pleasant above at the Pleasant's Courtyard. 6.30 every day until the 25th. And it can't come soon enough. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but please come and watch it in the meantime. Do you actually take a break after Edinburgh? Do you two, do you, all of you, I mean, you've done it many times. Do you actually have to little physically bit. take a break, yeah? Yeah, a little bit, but only the a couple of days. close season for comedians. A couple really. of days, that's, a, that's yeah. it. It'll be a couple of days, yeah. yeah. Go to the manga. couple of days. On a yacht in Dubai. Yeah, take yeah. Asu Okoto out for a walk, and then they, the, the need for the crowd, you're all so needy, uh, comes back. This has been a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure thank you very much you indeed. Cheers, Good luck mate. to you and the cat, um, and thank you very much to Reese James. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Now been joined by two gents here in the in laughingly call a studio. Let's call it the cleaners' cupboard with a fantastic big television. Um, ben McFarlane and Tom Sander, the names. They're also known as the Thinking Drinkers. Uh, welcome aboard, gents. Both. Hello. Thank there. you. Thank Hello. you for coming in here. I mean, I saw when I saw your 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 show, Heroes of Hooch. I forgot that Hooch is a general word for all uh, drink and um, alcohol-related products. Yeah. I seriously thought, because I'm of a certain vintage, <laughs> they're going to do a whole show about the alcoholic lemonade that came out very briefly in the early 90s, of which I was a massive fan and a massive partaker, as well as its rival, Two Dogs. Oh, two yeah. Dogs yeah. in Australia. <laughs> Never forget Two Dogs. Exactly the same. I mean, um, I, that summer, that summer, I was on Radio 1 that summer, and I remember drinking the pubs dry of, of Hooch. But unfortunately for me, perhaps fortunately for your audiences, it's about a wider field of drinks than just just hooch lemonade, yeah? Yes, yes, very much. Well, hooch refers to, historically, yeah. it's an American term really for illicit booze. Mm. Yeah. Prohibition um, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we, we, uh, I don't know if... Uh, a show entirely about alco pops would really go down brilliantly well. <laughs> hey, listen, good for the kids, I suppose. Yeah. No, not, not for kids. good for no, the no, kids, no, 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 no. Ben. No. <laughs> um, already that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it, Look, it's, it's, the it's the bloke from the sponsor is is pulling it while they're <laughs> his hair out over there. Green King have now got a special oh, that, on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the the offering we have is much more discerning. Oh, yeah. So luxury spirits and let's uh, cut straight to the chase. You do a show where people get free drink. We do. Yeah, five five. 
five free drinks in the show. So per this person? Is, uh, per, per person? Per person, yes. They are How modest. How can you afford that as a matter of interest? Uh, that, uh, we can't. Full disclosure. No. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Yeah, they've, they've uh, only got one pair of trousers between yeah. two of them. <laughs> if you're going to lose money at the Fringe, lose money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well congratulations, yeah. you're the winner, I yeah. think. So, no, everyone gets the five free drinks. And what we do is we weave the the content of the show and we tell them stories about the drinks they sit them and then we do some stupid jokes and some uh, funny costumes around that the, so the, the theme of the drinks the oldest drink i can think of is grappa do you do any anything on we've grappa? never had grappa no. uh, do you know we did absinthe one year year mm. one here we've been Didn't coming dish. for nine years now yeah. and uh, that that didn't end up no. so good so <laughs> my, my dad us. recently made a bit of homebrew some parsnip wine Ooh. which that was at christmas and it did not end well for us <laughs> no. all we'll say <laughs> that danger i wouldn't, wouldn't want to be there on boxing day <laughs> no it was not good do you feature any of those drinks that i always think of as crystal palace uh, the drinks <laughs> that are really bad travelers um <laughs> you come you come home i remember bringing back once from a, a wonderful holiday um with a, a previous uh, mrs kelly um to greece we brought back a bottle of retsina we had for two weeks virtually on Retsina <laughs> and when he got it home honest to god there was a product in those days for cleaning out the uh, the sink called Drano Pine and there was very little difference <laughs> between the two things not yeah. all drinks travel do well, they well it's a bit like clothes you buy stuff in when you're on a holiday <laughs> uh, like an ambitious hat or uh, <laughs> yeah. like uh, some ill-fitting Thai fishing trousers or something and you get home and it goes straight into well, my mate calls it the wardrobe. <laughs> Just that yeah. part of the bit, where you, uh, the part of your wardrobe Devon, where you will never ever <laughs> ever. Yeah, be in seen. Devon we have that. If you go to Camden, if you get do the day trip to London, go to Camden Market and buy something tie dye, yeah. you would definitely take it off by Taunton Dean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they where Taunton Dean? <laughs> Tell ah. me about that. <laughs> Is it near Budley Salterton? Yeah, close enough, yeah. Danny. I thought close it might enough be. for you. Now uh, we, of course, uh, I can't be bothered to do the research or read the notes. I've oh, been that we have these 30 seconds before well, we're away doing the ads and sports news and the rest of it where I try and get to know our guests but they come straight out with the big guns you both had a go at sports journalism we that's, did. that's all I need another piranha in the tank <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I spent um, Saturdays at West Ham and Millwall for a spell doing match reports back in the day before laptops so uh, I had to write my match reports which was a phone, and phone them phone in, them yeah. in yeah. and uh, so if it was nil one nil, nil stop yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was always one nil in the 90th minute so you had to change the entire thing and Ben you you were at the I was I went to the go I was on the first ever football weekly podcast uh, oh. with James Richardson wow. and Barry Glendening and one of the uh, I had to that bring shower, in some German luck. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, um, of this parish. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Um, uh, so, I, yeah, I worked there and did it minute by minutes and the five. How did you like make that. the swerve? Well, we spent a lot of time in pubs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Um, and it just seemed that that was, was slightly easier, less competition. And uh, if you're drinking in the pub, you find there are great stories, great people. And uh, if you enjoy a drink, then it was it led us down that path of drinks journalism, which is a real thing. You both look remarkably well on it you Thank don't you. you don't look like like you know you've got no teeth or like, <laughs> or like you, you know your wife's left you or all those well, things that can yes. happen if you drink if you know all those things yeah. that can happen drink too much how do you how do you stave off well becoming you know uh, well, if, yeah. uh, uh, an we alcoholic have, well yes. we do have a met, uh, um, our, most, our meto, motto message and mantra easy for me to say uh, is drink less but drink better the whole thing the whole point of the show is we're trying to get people to know more about what they're drinking to appreciate what they're drinking about what the people the places and okay. the 
fast behind each drink. And then I think once you know a bit more about something, you're less likely to take the mickey out of it and, and, and drink it irresponsibly. I like that. Uh, what is, can you tell us the difference between a, a, a four-pound bottle of wine and a 25-pound bottle of wine? 21 uh, pounds. 21 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Um, there it is. Not a lot more, <laughs> I'll be honest. I go for the under five. Now we go into the scientific part, and yeah. Brian Cox might join us later. Do you know Pete Brown, the beer writer? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. you yeah. do very well. Pete's a friend of mine. Um, oh. I should, everybody can't mention it. They'll, he is literally a, a great friend of mine. Um, and uh, one of his books recently, he's written a book about, about it's just the alcohol. I mean, you two, I'm sure, are, are adding massively to the civilization's knowledge about alcohol. But he says we don't even begin to understand the actual thing that it is. Some of these probes have been sent out of space now. They have found that as you're passing through a vacuum, suddenly there will be yeah. elements of alcohol just living out in space. There's, an alcohol, there's an alcohol cloud out in, in, in the galaxy. Yeah, oh, good boy. Say the word yeah. galaxy, Very not good, yeah. knowing what You were going to go means. solar system for a second then, uh, yeah. you widen it out. Uh, yeah. I didn't know, yeah. The universe. I know, it's up there. Yeah. It is up there. This is, Get me this Cox. <laughs> <laughs> drunk, star, drunk Star Wars, I would like to see yeah, that. Yeah, I'd like yeah. to but see that It's out there floating about, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeast is all around us, and oh, that's yeah. where when. And so that was that was that was a very poor follow-up, wasn't it? Was yeast is all around. <laughs> yeast is all around. Feel it in your fingers, <laughs> etc. Yeah, exactly. It's not the only place. <laughs> and so on. Oh dear. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why. On. I don't know why, but why you bother booking the event? Why don't you just come and do the show here? Because it's, it's obviously the gangbuster show we've been working with. Lots of very talented people. Oh yeah, there's it. lots of talent. But this is the gangbusters yeah, one, is it? Yeah, we do all right up in Edinburgh. I have to say, we do get good crowds. Anybody get like whammed on five drinks as I would no, these days? No, because we we're the the, me the measures are pretty oh. modest. They're, they're luxury spirits, so we yes. genuinely oh, okay. would be absolutely bankrupt if we gave out a absolutely massive. bankrupt. Yeah. <laughs> they are in Scotland, of course, where they are absolutely mad for a Devonshire drink, which is Buckfast wine. Oh, oh yeah, yeah great heritage. Devonshire Buck Buckfast. Remember Buck to keep mentioning Devonshire, yeah. won't you? Buckfast <laughs> Abbey, Buckfast yeah. Abbey, where the monks used to make the Buckfast yes. wine, yes. and they and they go mad. Is that in your show, the Buckfast wine? We've we've had we've had it in our show not to give to the audiences but we've used it uh, as a punchline as, as a humorous punch <laughs> uh, humorous prop uh, yeah. but it is it's made by monks down in Devon isn't it yeah, yeah, and, yeah. It's, and it, it sells all the way about up here Sydney um, Wollerton is it made at Sydney Wollerton it, I I'm, make, I'm making he? up Devon towns now <laughs> yeah, 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 I can I can tell, yeah. Yeah. or 40s actors <laughs> ah so Sydney Hello. Wollerton <laughs> But there's another, there's a Benedictine in France that's made by monks as well. Mm, and, their, and their biggest um, uh, customer is Burnley Football Club because oh. you can get Benny and Hot at Burnley, which is a combination of, I think, hot water, lemon, and Benedictine. And I think it's a one of the Lancashire regiments fought in the wow. Second World War, got a tasting, taste for it. And it's made in, it's made in Normandy. So that's another oh, bit yeah. of monk. Monk-related knowledge for you. That is good You're knowledge. welcome, listeners. This has been a very It's been a Dundee cake of detail. Isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely dense, hasn't it? Really, you know, you could, you could, you could. Um, Brick up a wall that was struggling with, with, with what we've done the last uh, few minutes. And now want uh, a Benny and Hot. And now, yeah. don't show off like Reese right. Jones. Okay. Tell us that you, you still tickets available for your show. There, there are oh, very much so. <laughs> um, <laughs> we do sell out at weekends. We won't know about that. It's very popular, but uh, Sunday can be a bit slow. Wait, so this Sunday, <laughs> where it's so. on, and I love these venues. They're all like this. Uh, this one is at Underbelly. I've learned about Underbelly and the place, uh, the Pleasance Courtyard. Yeah. They're We're not making you play in a courtyard, are they? No, 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 no. You've no. got. 
upstairs, no like a roof, all that stuff. Yeah. Got a very nice theatre, actually. We're very lucky. We're in a cow barn at underbelly, so it's mm -hmm. a big sort of 300-seater theatre. So oh. it's a lovely space. And we're on at 8.20, so it's pretty good if you if you want a drink. And very nice. Before going. And a perfect aperitif to an Edinburgh oh, evening. Hey, look at that. What a line that is. The show's called Heroes of Hooch. Don't worry, kids. It's not about alcohol lemonade in the summer of 1994. Kids booze. Ben McFarlane and Tom Sandham are the people being so funny and fun with us for the last 15 minutes. It's called The Thinking Drinkers, and uh, you should try and get along to see it, I think. Thank you both very Thank much you, for coming Thank you for having us. Cheers. Uh, Cheers very, and uh, sports journalism loss, definitely comedy's gain. So thank you uh, very, very, thank much, very much, much indeed. Another of those who's been lighting up the, the comedy festival here, uh, Steve Bouger. Uh, I hope I've got your name right, Steve. Yeah, you got it right. Thank you very much. I, I, mean, wrote, I wrote it down phonetically. Great. Um, very good. good. Uh, comedy, comedian and Manchester United fan, it said here. No overlap there at all. Don't you start. We're coming to something, Steve. When you were, you were walking across here, and you know Charlie Baker, we've come to something that Manchester United have fallen so low that tall key supporters can take the mick out of them from five, from five paces away. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've got used to it now. It's been, it's been a tough few years. Uh, it's, you know, it's a shame because when I chose Man United, it was very much a glory decision. Yeah, uh, I can tell been, you're from Hertfordshire from and you support Man United. You know, but you've got to have something to celebrate in primary school, haven't you? But Hold uh, on. I, uh, it's backfired. Do guys, you remember actually time. choosing Manchester United? No, genuinely, all my family are from Manchester. I know everyone uh, says that. I know everyone yeah. says it, but they are. Ooh. My mum, my oh. Oh, the population oh. of Manchester is 27 million. It's incredible. My, <laughs> my dad is from Stockport, and I, I, that's Stockport why. Stockport County. Yeah, he, he could have supported Stockport. Stockport County, have. they were in the league then. He could have. Uh, he chose Jim Gannon's their manager. You've, yeah, there you go. Exactly. There's some knowledge. Could have been one. You know what? I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this. I'm not getting paid. I've turned up, and I'm getting abused. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the, other, the previous two, we got nothing but praise. Yeah. So you're a bit unlucky here, Steve. Yeah. Oh, I want to know what happened yesterday, by the way. Who were the presenters yesterday? No, it was excellent yesterday. Let's, let's carry on with today. Your show's <laughs> single mum, Steve. Yes. A lot of people talk about their dads in their shows. Yeah. You don't, and you're talking about your mum. I'm talking about my mum. I grew up with a single mum, uh, and it's just all about her trying to find a, a partner when I was growing up and me trying to find a stepdad. We both had our oh, own you genders. were involved, were you? Yeah, I was very heavily involved. I oh, was good. I, this I, is the stuff. I was like Caesar, you know? I just had the <laughs> yes or no. Uh, and um, <laughs> I had a very high benchmark, you know? Uh, yeah. And so the show's about that. And it's just a silly story. It's all true. And, it, you know, very heartwarming and funny. But the thing is, guys, my mum came and saw it last oh, night. Wow. This is, this is last night. Uh, sorry. Let, let's just the juice. We're just plumping up a cushion and leaning back here. Go on. So I've been dreading this night. Because it's literally all about her dating life. Yeah. And... You know, some of her friends have been to see it. Yeah. And I did some this show. Some of her exes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's just Laura Ravages, they're going to be in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, Mum, that's horrible. You're doing your mum jokes on yourself. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm very self-deprecating. Um, but, yeah, she came, and I was so nervous. I've never been so nervous for a show in my life. And I don't really care about the reviews. That was the only one I really cared about. And it went well, thank God. She liked it. But afterwards, she said, oh, Stephen, you do make me sound like a tart. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't say that every show. I'm like, oh, no, Mum, I made it work. Today. <laughs> Are you an only child? No, I've got oh. an older brother. Did he also have a, the, uh, the yay or nay, the thumbs up, thumbs down, or is it strictly no, you? No, he sort of dealt with the whole divorce thing a lot better. He's an accountant, you know, ah, so... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. He's used to misery, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, the other exciting date for the diary is next week. My dad is coming, uh. so he's going to have to pay because I will charge yes. him, yeah. um, to watch a show about his ex-wife's dating life. This is exciting. It's like live Tinder for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, but with his current wife. So that's going to be really difficult oh. for them, I think. Uh, I think I was this, saying, is well, this next year's show? Yeah, his reactions will yeah. be next year's show, yeah. <laughs> well, this is, this is good because um, I can join you in the toe-curling stakes here. 
Um, David Baddiel's show, of course, um, uh, not my, the, the, my family, not the yeah. sitcom. Um, I went and saw the last of his big previews of that, and by chance, um, I was sat next to his brother, Ivor, who I know pretty well. We used to work together on a magazine, um, and he had been told about it and been given a chance to see it in advance and said, no, I want to come and see it. So now I'm watching that incredible show about their incredible mum and dad yeah. and their incredibly complex and golf-based sex life <laughs> wow. um, with Ivor, who's not seen it before. And it's incredible how a grown man can slide under and back up the seats of a theatre without, without almost any motion of their body. Which is yeah. incredible. Sometimes he was there, then I looked to my left, and sometimes he was gone. He was He's gone so low under his oh. seat. Bless him. Well, Bless I think him. that's how my mum felt last night. I think she uh, she was dreading it. And she said, don't point me out, Stephen. Don't tell them I'm in. But obviously, at the end of the show, I went and, reveal. She, and she's here tonight. And uh, the crowd, they didn't believe me. They were like, no. no, she's not. I'm like, no, she's literally yeah. sat there. And they couldn't believe it. You could have got her up and she could have done a tight five about you. Yeah, yeah, did, yeah. It, did it cause the place to go to the roof come off the dump when you introduced your mum? Yeah, yeah, oh, they went crazy. So you need to start paying an actress each night yeah. and yeah, to be yeah, your yeah, mum yeah. there, or don't you? No, I won't pay them. I'll just point at yeah. a random woman. Yeah. Don't let them re yeah. reply and just get yeah. a clap. And Not leave. in Edinburgh. You don't pay anyone in Edinburgh, Danny. <laughs> yeah. I've forgotten, yes, there's buckets all around. Exactly. Round, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this is something I've learned this week, Steve. That, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're a broadcaster, the idea of doing the work for nothing is just anathema, you know. Um, That's called a podcast. Yeah, but people, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, maybe the bonds you're doing. Um, but people um, begging for money. Have you, do you have a well, begging? Begging makes it sound <laughs> a little bit. I, I have some pride, you know. Yeah. I, I, I've got a card reader now. So have you? Yeah, I've got one of those. So people, you know, people who are like, oh, I haven't got any cash. I'm like, yeah. don't worry, mate. Don't worry I've about got that. A card reader. The old tap, uh, tap, tap and send. The old card. Uh, and, uh, uh, anything up to thirty quid is acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I've realised you can just put that against people's pockets, and uh, you can get quite a lot of money. Yeah. This is a shame. This is a shame. Um, do you get to see Man United at all when you're up here? Yes, I was. Watched the, I've watched the first game of the season, um, oh. uh, and I enjoyed it very much. Uh, I bet you did, 4-0. Uh, I was working on that, on, uh, as that game was uh, going out, and, of course, pro highly pro professional and highly paid uh, sports pundits were going, God, Chelsea are good, aren't they? And, yeah. and Chelsea are really, there's going to be a goal here soon if we ain't careful. And so every time we said it, Manchester United is good. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. That I must. I mean, the score flat, flattered us massively, but um, I think that's what we needed just to start off with, just a little bit of are, are fortune. You, are you a good, a good sort of a good egg, and you'll give Solskjaer the extra six months because he is a legend, yeah. quite frankly. No, I'd give him two years. Yeah. Would you? I would. He could relegate us. For the be first brilliant years. in League One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I genuinely think he's really good, and I think I like—I just like his positive energy. Yeah. You know, even when it's bad news, he just comes out with a smile on his face and says nice things. Do you think? So, I think Solskjaer would do a good Edinburgh show, good Edinburgh hour. Yeah, and you'd give him a lot of money. Ollie's at the, the wheel. Edge. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Pog would be there heckling him. You, 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 I mean, you'll struggle to get him to do it. But actually, the recent ex-Manchester United manager, David Moyes, yeah. Van Hal. And, uh, and obviously Mourinho, get them on a stage. Just as, oh. and, you know, they have to rehearse to, just to talk about their experience of that fantastic football club. A three-man play. Because they've each left it looking like whipped curs, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. I mean, Van this Hull, is what I did. Yeah, I mean, obviously, except for Van Hal when he had that... I'll always treasure his time match tonight because post-match interview where he started talking about hair pulling yeah. and, and um, yeah. Dutch sex practices. Um, uh, uh, just a little that. insight, a little insight into don't, his life. Don't be frowning, Mr. <laughs> producer. You can see it on YouTube. It's not like you have to go to the dark web for it. It's, it's, a, new, it's a new meaning of going Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, having told us that your mum's been to see it and your dad is coming, I mean, pretty much that, that, that's it for you then with this show, is it? 
Um, By which I mean, um, you can't, it can't get to any greater heights for you, can it? No, my mum's seen it was the, the pinnacle, really. I've written a whole show about her, so now she's yeah. seen it, so I'm done, really. Has Are you going to tour it, the partner? Steve? Oh, sorry. Has she found the partner? Uh, I can't reveal the ending. Uh, come come and see the show, yeah, Just the Tonic, the Fancy Room, 7.30, yeah, the 25th. Entry, come down, and particularly come next week when my dad comes. I think that would be particularly enjoyable for everyone. Yeah, because the, the previous act are giving out five free drinks at their... Uh, at their yeah, they are. A bit desperate. At their gig. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought that. Um, but you could offer, my dad is coming, yeah? Yeah. Well, I've just got jokes, really. That's my yeah, thing. Oh, yeah. right. I've written a good show. So, and, and five and free drinks? Because the five free drinks did sound good. Yeah, no I'm not, no drinks. Buy your own drinks oh, and then okay. give me money after. Oh, oh I just, I'm Sorry. Well, I don't I, think you've sold it, Steve. <laughs> I think you've done a bad job. I suggest you go, you go and see their show, get the free drinks, and then tell them to write some jokes. Yeah? I'll get their free drinks, bring them to my audience. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a great pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank Steve Cheers, um, Steve. And we didn't, you didn't mention at all his piece of clothing. He's wearing, he's wearing a shacket, he tells me. A Bright yellow shacket. A shirt jacket. Oh, yeah. it's a shirt jacket. I, I get it. Shirt it's, jacket. A, it's a compound word. Thank a you jacket. very, very much. <laughs> thank you for coming in as well and joining us here on Talk Sport, where we're broadcasting um, from a lovely Green King pub. But of course, they are. Uh, they are, they, what can I tell you? They have the huge screens. Uh, they tell you they have the best beer. Yesterday's sampling suggests that they're not far off the truth there. And the sport is always front and centre at these pubs that we're doing, including this one. The Doctors. Stuart Weir is, of course, an unbelievably familiar voice on Talk Sports. But we need to talk about Scottish football. Uh, he seems to be the only phone number we have in, the, <laughs> in, in our book. And, uh, welcome, Stuart. Lovely, and it's lovely to meet your, your, your physical self, having spoken to you hundreds of times yes, on the phone. Yes. And alongside him, I've seen his physical self many, many times. Um, of course, he's our golf correspondent, he's our horse racing correspondent, um, but uh, as I said uh, an hour and a half earlier, behind his back, so I'll say it to his face now, he's up here, super tough, just wandering about the place. It's, uh, <laughs> nice to meet you, Charlie, because <laughs> I haven't met Charlie. It's, so, uh, it's Rupert Bell. How are you, Rupert? Uh, uh, I've just had the most fabulous week. This is an intoxicating city in every sense of the word. I, I, I haven't been here for about 20 yeah. years when I did something at the festival, mm -hmm. and you forget, uh, quite apart from this, how physically beautiful Edinburgh is. Uh, is. Um, I'm, I like things made out of stone. Sorry, it makes me sound like a, a pharaoh, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like things made out of stone. This city is lovely and stony. Um, I'll come back to you and your experiences here, because I want to I get you to paint the picture. I'm sure, what are you doing here? Uh, I'm doing a piece of bit in radio, and um, <laughs> I'm, I'm also uh, I have a, another, another book coming out um, this week or next week. And I was, uh, Tell us what's it called. It's called... Um, Scottish Rugby's 100 memories from the last 50 years. Um, believe it or not, there are 100 memories. Mm -hmm. You mean you have to have to dig deep <laughs> for one or two of them. As uh, an Englishman, you've humiliated us, uh, presumably, a couple of times in those memories. That's 98 of the memories. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, we're, we're very, very um, rugby-centric right here, of course, the oh, yeah. Murrayfield. And to our right, less than 400 metres away, is the Harriet School, where yes. produced, that is the production line for Scottish rugby players, isn't it? There, there, are, there are two main places in Scotland for production of rugby players, Edinburgh, is one the Scottish borders is the other. Uh, anybody else who's played rugby has just been lucky. Let's say you know if you if you if you if you want a start in rugby, you either go to school in Edinburgh or in the borders. I mean, because when I was a lad, it was it was it, it, Scottish Scottish football was the thing, and you know, same with you, I suspect. Oh yeah, yeah. The national team. Uh, notwithstanding the occasional nine-goal defeats at Wembley, the national team was a matter of great pride, and, and just sending billions of brilliant, brilliant footballers. I, I, don't, have go through, I yeah. don't have to go through Dalgleish and all the rest of them to, to make my point. Um, I but might now cry. The, I think the rugby. Yeah, <laughs> you might cry. The rugby team, though, has become. I guess it's in a less global sport. 
more relatively successful than the soccer team. Yeah, they have. And, and the, other big, the other big thing is that, that they're great to watch. Yeah. It's like watching it's like watching the Barbarians or the Harlem Globetrotters. I mean, they, they are seriously good to watch. And I think that's endeared themselves to the, the Scottish public in general, that they might not be rugby supporters, but if you watch the Scotland team under Gregor Townsend, they're worth watching. They'll either, either win spectacularly well, or even if they lose, they'll still, still score about seven tries. What about that game in the Six Nations last year? Yeah, is, is that in the book? Uh, we chucked it away. We should have won that one. We should have won. Well, I mean, you uh, should have won, actually. In, That's it, quite a salty book. face you put on there, wasn't <laughs> it? Yeah. It, but it's, it's in the book, um, and mm. I have, I have um, Gregor Townsend talking about it, and, and Gregor said it's, it must be the only time that you actually get any kind of result at Twickenham, and you're disappointed, and then somebody holds, hands you a trophy at the end, and you've yeah, got to look yeah. you know, really chuffed by it. Uh, we haven't rehearsed this, so I'm going mm. to throw this at you anyway. I'll just pull the pin out of this. I'll just pull the pin out of this and, and throw it at you. Do you think it's in any time in the, in the foreseeable future, uh, Stuart, you could write a positive book about the Scottish national football team? Mm, possibly not in my lifetime. That's a terrible thing to say, isn't it? Well, you, you made reference to the fact that, that Scotland used to ship um, players down left, right and centre. I mean, 30 you know, every summer would make their way down to the top correct. of English football. So, so uh, you, you're a Tottenham fan, mm. so you'll remember the likes of Dave Mackay, Gilzine. Gilzine, even even the guys who were, if you like, Average at that time, John Duncan's Alfie, Alfie Conn, Conn, brilliant football. Um, you know, guys like Ali Dick, even you know, yeah, yeah. these guys went down there. Nowadays, somebody who who makes it to Tottenham in one move is either retired and is going as a coach, <laughs> or is lost. You you almost have to go somewhere else and serve an apprenticeship to prove that you're actually quite good, rather than getting a direct move from Scotland to England. That's what happened with Andy Andy Robertson in, for Liverpool. So he went to Hull Correct. for what was it eight? No, no. Liverpool bought him for eight million. Yeah. So they weren't even backing him then. No. So Correct. he goes from. And Tierney's gone directly. Maybe uh, and it, uh, when Scotland make their team entirely of left backs. Well, <laughs> no, <laughs> Super John McGinn will be the. Right, I was about to say <laughs> McGinn though is the surprise because when Aston Villa bought John McGinn, nobody was talking about a million, a fifty million pound football. No, and, and, and the irony of that is, of course, as I was speaking mm. to, to, to Rupert off air, is if Celtic had bid another 300 grand, they would have got him, and, and that was the difference. But again, you talk about John McGinn and, and his connections to Celtic Football Club, you, you are almost, almost people thought that he would, he would naturally sign for Celtic, except if you had any ambition in football, why would you want to stay in Scotland? You know, it's, it's the Champions League, so what? If you get a move from from um, the championship into the, the top flight in England, and then a, another subsequent move, you, you're you're in you know it's Klondike time. A last question before I move on to the experiences of my colleague here uh, in the uh, <laughs> upper echelons of society and comedy. Um, He's up here uh, checking on his what, land, actually. What? Unfortunately, we don't own any. You've brought your, <laughs> you've brought your binoculars, father, have you? Father flogged it. <laughs> I mean, obviously Aberdeen so <laughs> dumped out of the Europa oh, League by a team oh. that they were... I mean, does this even raise an eyebrow anymore in Scotland? No, and that's the sad mm. thing about it. It's almost expected. Routine. It's routine. When you have you have Celtic being knocked out of the Champions League by a team who are ranked 240 places below them. You have Aberdeen losing 2-0 twice. You have Kilmarnock losing to, for what, want of a better description, a pub team from, from, from Wales... That's just unacceptable. But th th this is what the SPFL does. It, it, if you have somebody like Celtic who's winning all before them, but all they're doing is playing mediocrity, you become mediocre yourself, sure. and nobody sees that. The level goes down rather Correct. than up, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, one more time, please, the name of the book. It's, uh, it's Scottish Rugby's 100, 100 <laughs> Greatest Memories of the Last... 
50 years. <laughs> Stuart Weir, of course. Uh, thank you for joining us. And, and uh, Rupert, I, I genuinely didn't know what you were doing up here. I thought there might be uh, racing at Musselboro or something. Uh, yeah. it, well, I was racing at Perth tomorrow, but uh, I'm going to the villa tomorrow. Uh -huh. um, but I've had four days R&R, as they say, and I have um, taken the whole gap. I've done about four shows a day. Wow. I'm absolutely knackered yeah because uh, i'm older than when i first came up here yeah. i, I haven't been every, by definition so is everybody even the 20 year olds yeah, yeah. and and i i can't get beyond 10 o'clock and because that shows that but i have seen rod gilbert was on top of his game last night mm -hmm. i saw ed Byrne, uh, fantastic yeah. a very impressive young impressionist who i knew about two years ago when i first saw him do andy murray josh berry yeah. really yeah. small he was playing a small place and it was probably sure. 80 of us but he's 23 i think he's got a bright future he does all the comics as well doesn't yeah, he? He, I, does, I, he does I, james a caster yes. really well yeah and he's it just seems to be uh, uh, it's rough around the edges yeah but you i remember first coming to see here david schneider and amanda Iannucci 25 wow. years ago yeah and thinking, how are they doing well i'm <laughs> not sure they've really kicked on but i just want to find someone like that and well, Josh what rupert's what rupert's got Within, in it, within him, I can mm. see it, is, is the, sp the spirit of the fringe, mm. which they always oh, say is, I, if you come up and you get involved, no, no, and you no, just no, go and take, you go and take a punt. I've seen music. I saw a fabulous dance thing called Bromance. There we are, Amazing. Then I saw my darling Clemmy, which is Letters, a one-woman show, just I burst into tears. I've seen the McTaggart sisters who were singing beautifully burst into tears. You found yeah. yourself, Rupert. Yeah. Um, I've, I found, well, I, I, I was a failed thesp myself. Ah. And my family have, uh, my daughter appeared in the Free Fringe. I didn't get the show uh, that she, I saw it, but it wasn't. Oh, dear, bad thing. reviews for his uh, daughter's uh, show. <laughs> a sledgehammer for <laughs> PR. But, but uh, she's moved on. Uh, but she <laughs> did it. Your own father leaves yeah, halfway know, through. But the main... He's not in tears. <laughs> Uh, but she did it, which is more than her father did. So, so that's the so point. I've spent, I've spent many evenings with you, mm. um, and I know uh, mm. something about your storied background. I didn't realise... Uh, how, how failed a thesp were you? How, how far did it go? Did, were you on the bill? Uh, I have been on the bill, <laughs> but, but only as a voice. Oh. And once I'd started being as a sports commentator, right. I'd been in East, EastEnders equivalently, but I went to the National Youth Theatre and realised I couldn't dance, I couldn't act, and I couldn't sing. Oh. So that seems to be a negative. It's not apart from that, it was all good. Because <laughs> so, what I do now, whenever I get actors, and often yeah. when I'm doing this show, particularly actors come in, and mm. some of the great and the good are attracted to Paul and Andy's show. I, I, my first question is now, it was always, have you done Midsummer Murder? They always say yeah. yes, because of course mm. you have to, and otherwise you don't get an acting card. Yeah. And my second question is, so, murderer, corpse or red herring <laughs> well, <laughs> and that's the whole show isn't it that's it mind you the bill was the best paid gig i've ever had oh, what better than talk sports yeah because you kept getting repeat fees oh very, very ah. good uh -huh. now you haven't done the fringe until you've been to see the lady boys of bangkok down in the meadows Rupert, right. gonna, gonna is that the title <laughs> or the venue uh, <laughs> i'm not off to the meadows i'm actually off oh, well, you missed that. Oh, well, I'm maybe next year so I, I, I showed my wife that and she wasn't prepared to go just for that All but right. uh, okay. obviously i left her at the book festival obviously i'm hugely researched on this weekend's uh, premier league uh, matches mm. many of which i'll be covering who are villa playing bournemouth <laughs> big oh. game six pointer oh. already oh, it is. first time mentioned played really well i suppose by the way I know we did. Yeah, John yeah. McGinn, your defence. What? You couldn't cope with the little terrier that is Super John McGinn. I went to see Bromance. My real football bromance is John McGinn. Listen, thank you very much. Rupert Bell, of course, Wonderful. unmistakable. Stuart, we're just as familiar a voice. Thank you for both thank of you for coming. Stuart. Good luck with your book. And good luck. I think you should resuscitate your acting career. Good luck with that. <laughs> Goodbye, darlings. <laughs> 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.